This is Chaplain Ben Maxson thanking you for joining me today. Let's put out into the deep and examine Matthew 22, verses 37 through 38, just a little bit more. Jesus told us, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. Jesus was responding to a question by the Pharisees about the laws. God was not doing away with the laws or the Ten Commandments. On the contrary, he was clarifying that love for God and for our fellow man is the foundation of all laws and the Ten Commandments. Without love, there is nothing. The Pharisees were so painstakingly rigid about observing the letter of every law, they lost sight of the reason for the laws and the commandments which is loving and glorifying God. Having a personal relationship with God will allow us to understand his word and to obey his will in our lives. The Pharisees prided themselves on meticulous observance of the law. They not only knew the Ten Commandments, but they paid rigid attention to all the laws in the book of Moses. The count was 613. They tried to reason out the implications of the laws and to make sure that they avoided even the possibility of violating any of them. But the Pharisees had lost sight of the very heart of the matter, loving and glorifying God. We do not want to fall into the trap of believing that we can show the world how righteous we are, but not truly following the commandments. The outside wrapping covers up the true contents of our heart. Jesus talks about this very thing. In Matthew 23, verses 25 and 26, we are told, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees! First clean the inside of the cup, and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. Loving God must come from the heart. If it is because of anything else, then our motives are wrong. God himself gave us the first and foremost commandment to love God, not to do away with the others, but to define and clarify how we are to live our lives and keep all the commandments. Without love for God and man, there is no way we can follow any of the commandments. John 14, verse 15, tells us, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. We need to develop and maintain an intimate, personal relationship with God so that we know and understand his words and will. Matthew 22, verse 37, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. We must devote our complete self to God. We must live our commitment every minute of every day in order to glorify, serve, and love God. Let's not think that love is all we need and we can set up our own rules as we go. God is not looking for someone that has conditions or set requirements for love or that express love differently based on the situation. First John 3.18 tells us, Let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. James 1.22 
tells us, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. There is no way man can ever love the way God loves us. God knows us and expects our complete commitment, but does not expect perfection. The word love is used in our society to express feelings about almost every possible situation and regarding almost everything we experience. In the Hebrew language, strong concordance gives eight different words and definitions for our word love. The Greek language is credited with four words that we replace with the word love. Why should we care about the use of love in the Bible compared to how we use it today? Simple. The word love today has been so corrupted that it has lost its impact and sincerity. Telling our children we love them in one breath and then announcing to the world that we love Snickers candy bars has a tendency to water down the meaning. I believe because we dilute the word love as we do, we do not understand just what God means when he says he loves us. Are there replacement words we can use to better express our feelings? What about desire, lust, want, delight, charity, obsession, compassion, friendship, and pride? In most cases, I venture to say we mean one of these words instead of love most of the time. To love God is not like any other love. To love God is to have a desire to find his truth. To serve him in every way, every day. To know God is sovereign, all-knowing, and all-powerful. To give ourselves mind, heart, and soul. The love of God is more than emotion. It is faith and action. So what does this all prove? All the law, which includes the Sabbath, hung on these two commandments in the Old Testament, which no one can dispute. And while Jesus quotes from the Old Testament, he still says all the laws hang on these two commandments. So what has changed? Absolutely nothing. All ten commandments remain totally unchanged, just as Jesus promised they would in Matthew 5, 17, 19. Jesus goes on to tell us in Matthew 22:39, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If you do not have and show love for others, then love for God is not possible. Because love God is a prerequisite to everything in our Christian walk. The commandments are based on love of others, both God and mankind. Give us guidance and empowerment so as not to do harm. 1 John 4, verses 19-21, We love because he first loved us. If someone says, I love you, God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. We are to take God's word seriously, not just listening and understanding, but to obey and carry out what he has directed us to. James 1.22, he tells us, Prove yourselves doers of the word, and not merely hearers who dilute themselves. John 13, 34 and 35 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, 
if you have love for one another. As followers of Christ, as his disciples, we should want to love and show compassion for all as part of our Christian walk and witness. Thank you for listening and joining me for today's devotional. We pray this message has been a blessing to you. This is Chaplain Ben Maxson for Prayer Power of Georgia.